Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Greg Dybeck. I'm Joe Santagato. And if you guys are just listening, you can now watch the show on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash other people's lives to check that out. Oh, yeah. And as you know, we have our guests on the line. Why don't you tell the viewers and the listeners what we'll be talking about today? Um, so we'll be talking about the story of me falling in love with my catfish. Okay. Um, so we're going to start with just like the catfishing aspect first. Uh, I kind of want to know sort of like the background story here. Like where did you guys meet? Uh, I'm assuming on one of these social media platforms or a dating website of of some sort. Uh, where did you guys meet and were there any like original suspicions that this may be a catfish? Yeah. So I don't remember the website. It was one of those like, it wasn't IMVU, but like I don't know if you guys know what that is. No. <laughs> but it's like one of where you have like virtual characters. Oh. And you can kind of like dress them up like you're supposed to look, but everybody kind of faked it, so everybody knew that it was fake. But like we went on there and didn't care anyways. <laughs> is it like the simulation? Like you have like an avatar and you interact with other avatars? Yeah. Yeah. You've never seen those shows? No. It's so it's like The Sims, but you're like Dating. controlling yourself, right? Yeah. Some of them you can have sex on, so like that was a huge thing. Wait, so your cartoons can Yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So you that's where you met this person? Yeah, so I met him on uh, I I can't remember the website, but it was similar to one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh when I was when I was fourteen. Okay. That's young. Is that yeah? Freshman high school. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the summer I after eighth grade that I first met him. Are you Uh, even allowed to be on one of those sites? Well, no. Okay. I mean, there's like a whole. Not here to incriminate you. Like obviously, my parents (laughs) like didn't pay attention to what I was doing at the time. So 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 you're fourteen. I got away. Playing a very adult video game in a sense yeah so you got you guys met and what you got you kind of hit it off through the site yeah that's how it started it was a lot of like um subtle flirting i guess and then a lot of private chats which was where it kind of got inappropriate even at 14 and from there it kind of just blossom aim or aim i'm sure everybody remembers that oh yeah aol and yeah that was like a giant thing i had one of those like portable ones so it was kind of like a cell phone back in the day (laughs) and so i would just sit in my room on it all day it was yeah it was a thing so you guys would talk on aim and you guys were talking met through the the game all right so when did it become like you were actually dating this person that you haven't really met yet Oh, it was kind of, I mean, just like, okay, picture 14, you guys don't know me, but like 14-year-old me is like innocent and doesn't know what's going on in life and not really being paid attention to and then just kind of wanting attention and somebody like comes and gives it to you. And so you just kind of like become attached to the person that's always giving you attention. Who? What was the person like... Obviously, we are aware now that it was a catfish. So, what's the yeah. identity that they were like telling you? Like, what what was the age, sex? Like, who who was this 
person on the internet. Okay, so it was supposedly a eighteen or seventeen or eighteen year old boy who was like just starting college or something like that, and they were living in Texas. Okay, going to school in Texas. Okay, what did you make like this person aware that you were fourteen? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So you weren't hiding that. No, I was 110% honest with who I was and like open. How did you know I what they know. looked like? Because I don't think you could send pictures through AIM. No, email. Oh, okay. So you guys would send pictures back and forth via email. Yeah. Okay. So the person was like a guy, scruffy, a beard, glasses, tattoos, like all that stuff so 14 year old emo victoria kind of loved that at the time and so that was i found the person's instagram actually who they were stealing pictures from oh at the time or you found it like now now but like i found like the pictures that they were sending me (laughs) wow so we can't really brush over the fact like i don't think in any state it's legal to like well i guess you weren't having sex obviously no but that was like the the thing that he well he always said but just just forming this so this person was knowingly kind of forming a romantic relationship with a 14 year old exactly yeah yeah so but in actuality they told me they were 17 or 18 um but they were really 20 and a woman a woman yeah, it was a female. Wait, so wait, so your catfish lied about their age and their gender, so yeah, they were actually and their location. They actually lived in New York. Nothing's true. So nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing was true so about who they were. It was a woman who was older, mm-hmm. forming much a, older, forming a relationship with a thirteen-year-old. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, that's a yeah. Lie. Yeah, so it was kind of like the relationship with the first the male was over the phone to like disguise their voice. I mean, I I kind of knew from the start. Like I always had that little suspicion because they never would video chat or anything like that. And at that time, like we all had iPods and laptops with cameras, mm-hmm. so like it was totally something that should have been possible at yeah. that time too. So. I kind of always knew and it was just like high school was really bad because it was a very controlling relationship. Like they took me from my friends and family. Like if I wasn't paying attention to them, like I would be in trouble or if I didn't respond to text messages, like in five minutes, I would get yelled at every day. I would come home from school and they asked if I found somebody attractive. Like it was, uh, a like a very manipulative relationship, which was perfect on who I was, like a fourteen with parents that are like not paying attention and drugs and alcohol is involved and all that. Like perfect situation. I was the perfect person to manipulate, and they took advantage of it. Obviously, uh, I hold absolutely no negative feelings towards this person a lot of regrets but no negative feelings 
I'm not well, angry or anything. Why not, if you don't mind me asking? Because it seems like they were clearly taking advantage of you. Yeah, I mean, and obviously they did through the entire thing. I guess it was more like more manipulation. So, okay, wait. Well, yeah, so I, I guess, guess we have to go back to how you even discovered. Yeah, how'd you discover that, the... that they were a catfish? Yeah. Yeah. So I eventually got the phone number. It was a New York phone number. Uh, I Google searched the phone number and I found the name, uh, a name. Um, and it was her dad's name. And I'm using these pronouns, like, I guess, as the time we're talking about. Right. Okay. So he would be the first part, and then she is this part. Mm-hmm. So, um, when I, what was I saying? When I oh, res- found the phone number, I found a name, and I looked up that name on Facebook, and I found a profile, and I looked through the friends of the profile and tried to find like a picture of the person. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I couldn't find it anywhere. But I was, um, like, I knew it had to be related to somebody with this phone number. And so we had a wife, a son, and a daughter. So um, I looked at this, the son's profile because I assumed, like, it was just a guy pretending and um, to be somebody else because it sounded like a guy on the phone. Um, but he kind of checked out, and then when I went to her profile things relate like things correlated with what was happening at the time so like she got a gallbladder out and there was a post of her getting out of surgery on facebook or he told me he got his gallbladder out and then there was pictures of her on facebook those same dates that he got his gallbladder out and then uh like hanging out with friends She, uh, she would post that like tag herself in places hanging out with friends when he would tell me he'd be out with friends <laughs> diesel what's up Sorry. diesel <laughs> yeah that's my doggo <laughs> um whoa so like they were using their same life events just mm-hmm. just changing the identity that must feel really strange as you're finding that all and it starts to unravel in front of you yeah, it was, uh, I was living at my grandparents at the time. I remember the day they weren't home and I was sitting like on the chair downstairs and I was, I sent the Facebook link to them and I was like, I know you're not who you say you are. Can you just come clean? And, um, they immediately called me and it was just, my immediate reaction was crying. And I guess my immediate reaction to like any emotion is crying, but so I was just bawling my eyes out saying that like I needed time to leave me be let me do my thing and then we can like talk again just trying to appease the situation because I was kind of like anytime I tried to break up with them in the past because I had because I was kind of annoyed of the manipulation but it would always end in an argument and then them apologizing and coming back and and all that jazz so I let them talk me into be, being in a relationship with them that same day on the phone. As now the woman. Yeah, as now the woman. 
as openly the woman with me, they kind of manipulated me into agreeing to be into a relationship with them just because I cared more about their feelings than mine. Uh, How old are you at this point? That Oh, okay. So I found out in 2009 or no, I met them in 2009 and I found out this was my first year of college. So 2013. That's how long you've been speaking to the person yeah as yeah as thinking it's the guy the catfish so my entire high school so four years you're talking to this person that you think is a guy then then you discover that it's a woman and Mm -hmm. on that same day (laughs) you and the woman decide that you'll still be in a relationship Mm -hmm. yes wow okay so why did you agree like i understand being uh it being difficult to like hurt other people's feelings or, mm-hmm. but, um, how, like just, I'm kind of just wondering like, how did they, well, talk the psychology behind it of like, I'm just, mm-hmm. it's so interesting because we spoke to a catfish in the past. And do you remember that ended with, um, the person they were catfishing and her ended up staying together. So it's like the psychology of, I like that, kind of let down or that moment of realizing this person isn't who they said they are but it was still always that person all along yeah is that kind of like trying to understand the psychology of like it's still gonna be hard to walk away from someone that you've gotten to know that you've shared Mm -hmm. your self and your personal secrets and everything with for four years that's a long time yeah but and i know that it was me a lot of it like i was just unaware and not in control of my own life and asking for attention and all that jazz so I know that like it was me contributing to it I was aware I like felt it in my gut so I was aware I just was never never wanted to like lose them I was afraid of it because they were like the only person giving me attention and right. um he kind of like turned me on my mom and stuff. So I, I had a really bad relationship with my mom because he wanted, he, I, that was something else. He wanted me to move to New York before I even knew their real identity. And I think that's kind of why like I tried to find their real identity first because they asked me to move in with them without being open. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was kind of where it started. I it's think. Fascinating, my... like catfish, like Wait, just how you, much. Are happens. you sexually attracted to women? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm openly pansexual. I have been. Okay. Okay. Because I was even gonna, I was gonna say like that would be <laughs> yeah. like a That's some pretty s- heavy, serious manipulation. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so were you at that point? Did you guys exchange? I mean, well, did you find out what this woman looked like? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you knew from the Facebook page you had to find out on your own. Yeah. Yeah, I found it um, and clearly stalked it. Uh, yeah. And you were you were attracted to her? Yeah. No, nah, I mean... <laughs> Enough. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, looking back on it now, we made uh, better friends than a relationship. So... so when when you guys are in this relationship now, mm-hmm. uh, did you guys meet up at all, or how long did you guys date? 
Yeah. Okay. So I have I wrote it out. It was. We went to Cedar Point together. We met up at Cedar Point because that's in between Michigan and New York. And that was in March of 2014. And then April of 2014, she came and visited me. And then August. uh, And then before. Oh, actually, the very first time we met. I'm sorry. I forgot about this. The very first time we met was December of 2013 when I visited a college in New York um, that I told my grandma we were going to visit a college in New York, but I was going out there to meet or the person. Right. So that was the first time. And then March and then April and then August, I moved to New York. Did uh, you moved, moved in, in with with, with her, with her and her family? Yep. So so this is a full. This is just as full blown <laughs> as a relationship can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went. Uh, I moved in with her and her dad and her mom and her brother. So like they invited me into their family. Her family is amazing. Like her mom and dad were my second parents, and I they I think they saw me as a kid too because I clearly was a kid like they knew my age um oh but at this time I was of legal age right yeah yeah, so like it happened to come out when I became of legal age to be in a relationship with this person but I moved there and I started going to college and I like started my life I transferred my job there okay so you started your relationship you moved with her and her family Mm-hmm. And then how long did that last? Uh, so I lived there until 2016-ish. Um, so we were dating for most of that time. It was all pretty healthy. We had a good... I feel like my relationship with Li- or her was better than my relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it was a little bit less like manipulative and and controlling of like who. I yeah, I was gonna ask if those guys. traits kind of changed once they, you know, were able to show you their real identity and and be in person. So you're you're saying yeah, it was more of I guess a normal relationship. Yeah. Um. There was still like the insecurity because they were insecure about themselves. That was clearly being projected, and I think at that point too. I had grown like a tough outer shell and like wasn't afraid to stand my ground a little bit. So I kind of didn't let them control me as much. And I would just go hang out with my friends when I wanted to and not tell them and then just deal with the consequences. But it kind of also made her realize that she didn't have that control. So I feel like the relationship with her, became more platonic and and friendship wise because sexually I don't like and I feel bad because it's the first time I'm gonna say it out loud somewhere but like I was not attracted to her I can say that sexually okay. <laughs> like she was beautiful and it's like but not my type I wasn't sexually attracted and she always wanted 
sex and it was very hard for me to uh, go with that. So I think that was the hardest part of the relationship with her Hmm. was the no sexual like attraction. Whereas with him, it was a lot easier to imagine. (laughs) That's so interesting. More sexual attraction to the fake person that you were imagining than the real person that you're now living with. But you, yeah, exactly. but you stayed with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you're not currently staying with them. So at what point and what was the reason why that sort of ended? Um. Well, it in 2015, we had planned a trip to Disney um, and got engaged in front of Cinderella's castle. And so... Hold on. Wait, what? Time out. You guys got engaged in front of the castle in Disney World? Yeah. First of all, this, first of all, <laughs> this story has so many layers. That's awesome. One, I'll say that. But two, yeah. you get catfished by someone who is a man. And then you find out it's actually a woman who's older. And then you Much guys old. end up, mo- you move to New York and move yeah. in with her, her family. And then you guys yeah. get engaged at Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> So far, this is a roller coaster. Yeah. If I read that like in a book, I'd be like, no. Yeah. I'm not believing that one. Who proposed to who? I'm curious. Oh, she proposed to me. She was, yeah, she proposed to me. Um, Whoa. Were you like excited or were you like, oh, fuck? I said no. The very first thing I said was no. You said no, but then I assume you changed your answer. Exactly, yeah. Immediately after, I was like, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure. So you didn't... It was really bad. We were on FaceTime with my family and her family, too. So kind of everybody saw it. Um, it And you didn't see this coming. It was like a complete shock? Oh, no, no, no. I knew. Oh. Yeah, I knew. It was pretty obvious. She was asking me, like, what kind of rings do I like? Well, there All you this go. jazz, yeah. In front so of the castle. I, like, knew, but I didn't know it was coming at Disney. Yeah. I didn't know, like, I didn't equate that. I don't know why. That's obviously, like, the best place to propose, but as a Disney fan, which she was, I wasn't, but she's a crazy Disney fan. So, yeah. okay, you guys get engaged. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. Wait, that was 2015. Are you, guys, are you guys still t- together? No, no, no. Okay. No. So wait. So, all right. So yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. So you guys get engaged in front of the castle. I mm-hmm. mean, at this point, I mean, you sound like you were aware that like I'm not really into this sort of thing, but we're kind of going along. I'm too deep in at this moment. Yeah, this is another thing. I knew I wasn't ever going to marry them, but I just kind of. Well, that's a lie. I feel like I, w- I would have married them, but just because that's what I felt like I should do more than like what I wanted to do. So when did this actually come to a screeching halt? So 20, that was March. It was actually the day I read the email from you guys. March 12th of 2015, we got engaged and I moved back to Michigan in May of 2016. And so we were engaged for a little over a year. Um, and the reason we 
broke up was so she came out as transgender um and so for like the last (laughs) three weeks of our relationship she was out as transgender so it was now he again um and all of the traits that the very first person had uh he now well now he second he uh kind of brought back and so it was the same relationship from four years ago just with the new name and a new new face so if i'm getting this right the timeline here is you were catfished you thought you were talking to a guy but it ended Mm -hmm. up being an older woman Mm -hmm. and then you guys started dating anyway when you met you moved in with her family in new york you guys Mm -hmm. got engaged it, at Disney, and then during mm-hmm. your engagement, they wanted to identify as a man. Yeah, I mean, I I, I knew it. The like, I just kind of knew it. You uh, knew that just, they were gonna do this, or this was like a kind yeah, of a surprise. No, no, I was. I knew it. Like, what? Because why else would you, you know, uh, pretend to be a man for four years of your life, um, and then just sex life in general like there was always a dildo you know it was never like and it was always me talking about riding their dick not like i'm gonna eat your pussy it was very clear to me that they were trans um i just they were never like comfortable enough and i feel like us being engaged made that uh made them comfortable enough to know that like i'm here to support you you know yeah. Because I would. I'm totally open. Again, pansexual. I don't really care what you look like. It's, I mean, obviously, like a little bit, but, you know, I don't care what body you're in. Just So it's not the reason that you guys broke up? It no. Just it just happened well, around the that technic- time? I mean, kind of. Well, so all of the traits came back, and that's the reason why. That's so interesting so when they were pretending to be a, a man you got you said it was like very manipulative and, and controlling but then when, very, you, yeah. when you had the actual relationship with the woman it was a lot different it was better mm-hmm. but then now that they're changing genders you feel like those controlling and manipulative qualities came back so you're like i can't do this yeah so i was working at a pediatrics office um in new york and every day um on the car ride, car ride home, the entire car ride home, and the entire car ride on the to work, and most of my lunch had to be spent on the phone with them, um, when it was him, again, mm-hmm. and so like when it was him the first time, every night I had to fall asleep on the phone with them, because they were afraid that I was cheating on them or whatever, even though I never had. So it was uh, just the. <sighs> As soon as that happened, I was, I just didn't want it anymore. I feel like I realized being a free person again for those two or three years, whatever it was, kind of made me realize that I just didn't want to deal with that. And so I didn't. How long were you together with the transgender version of this woman? (laughs) Not long, not long at all. Like a week, maybe. Oh, wow. It was that quick. Yeah, it was that quick of a change, and I, I, uh, I was just kind of done with it at that point. What did you ever ask him? Why 
the personality suddenly changed when at when like what they identified as changed because that, that's so interesting i i haven't we haven't really had a discussion uh, like about our relation so well okay i mm, let me tell you the breakup story how i broke up because i broke up with him so what i did was tell him and his family that uh my well my grandparents were sick at the time and I was gonna and I just I told them I was gonna move back in um with my grandparents to help them because my grandpa had just had back surgery and my grandma was going through chemo at the time and so I told them I was gonna come back and live with my grandparents um so we were still together when I moved back to Michigan um and he came and visited one time and then after that, I broke up with them over the phone. And I know that was a very shitty way of doing it. But uh, if I was there and I saw their face, I know I wouldn't be like wouldn't have been able to break up with them. And I would have, you know, pity stayed with them. Hmm. And that wasn't healthy for anybody. And It's almost like know. full circle, too. You didn't meet face to face. So yeah. you ended it not face to face. Yeah, I didn't. I've never thought of that. Yeah. This is wow. The amount of times we had to like stop and to like break down the, the story, story yeah. because of another layer. Um, that is quite an experience. Yeah. So he's on T. Uh, he's been on T since we broke up, and uh, like I talk to him occasionally, uh, just about like how proud I am and like his grandma died so I uh sent like their family a card and uh talked to him a little bit just because that was really hard uh hard time I knew how much that what he loved his grandparents so that was like the last time we really had like any type of discussion related to our relationship at all you Um, you brought up like our email before what were you like attaching to that what do you mean? You were like, oh, the, it was the day I you, I responded to your email or something like that. Oh, the day we got engaged is the day that you got. Oh, she said like March twelfth or something. Yeah. Oh, that was the you guys got engaged the day that you sent us the email. No, well, the day that I got different year, response. same day. Oh, because oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought there was. So, I was like, yo, what? Like, I thought there was like. That's yeah. why I was trying to make a correlation there. It wasn't there, but you know. Um. Wow. So. So from just going on this website as a 14 year old and now up to your life now, like this, it changed the course of your life. 110%. Uh Like it changed who I was completely. Very, I came home in 2016 and like poured out and kind of did me for like a little while and found myself and then ended up in another relationship and, and I'm kind of back to being Victoria, single, single me. There's nothing wrong with that. Nope. Um, yeah, I was going to ask too, like, has it, does an experience like that change dating and, and romance and and just trust in a relationship going forward or trust meeting new people? Because that's, you know, just, just to go through something like that um, where it starts off as, you know, what it did which is mm-hmm. with a lie. Um, yeah, I'm just curious if that kind of affects you long-term. 
Uh, I would have said it affected me, I think, negatively. Uh, I trust people too easily. So my next relationship ended up being like a guy who was stealing a bunch of stuff for drugs behind my back. And so I just I kind of trust people way too quick. Uh, and that is, I think, just a trait that I have. I don't think that I'll ever not have that trait. Interesting. And I guess it's, would you say it's that, like a trait like that, that allowed that catfishing to, you know, essentially happen and, and for you to stick with it? Or was yeah. or was it genuine, like, love at any point? Or was it just kind of a form of manipulation and you being young and, and staying in this relationship? I think that, well, when I was, I would say it was love for sure with the woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like a genuine, happy connection with them and that I would definitely had like physical love for them. Um, but I think the, the first relationship with the man, I didn't. And I was manipulated into being in the relationship with the woman still Hmm. but i ended up falling in love with the woman anyways so it wasn't like and i again no like negative feelings towards this person like living in new york was the best experience of my entire life i would not change it for a world of anything and i yeah it's a good place great place except right now Lots of coronavirus. Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, I lived up by Albany. uh, Nice. So, like, in the mountains. Went to the... Lived in the mountains. That's kind of... I don't know. I'm in a suburb right now, and it's just not me anymore. (laughs) Wow. That is is quite the story there. So, I mean... Yeah, Mm -hmm. I just... Like, I don't even know what to ask. ask That's just, like, a wild ride. (laughs) I'm glad that you feel like it's not... You know, obviously, something like that is going to have some effects but it seems like you have a good grip on it and you're like i'm just doing me now and i'm you know good which is good to hear um but what a story like that is yeah it was a it was a very like learning time i guess i mean it as a kid i think that it took like i will admit as soon as i like got out of the relationship i think i like played out my high school year for the first year or two after that Mm -hmm. because I didn't like have a any friends or any kind of like high school or college experience I didn't like get to do either of those I didn't drink until I was 21 because I wasn't allowed to wow you followed the rules yeah I did I followed the rules I mean I make a yeah but wow yeah no it's um yeah it's it's interesting to hear that perspective of someone on the other end um like we were saying, how we have spoken to someone who has done the catfishing before, mm-hmm. um, just to hear, you know, someone on the other end kind of have that unfold in front of them, them discover it. And then obviously in your case, to stay with the person uh, is really, really interesting story. Uh, and we thank you for sharing that and being so open and honest about it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if it would relate to... Um all like catfishers i guess like i don't know if i can say that they're all just kind of but i feel like having control is a trait for most catfishers i don't know 
Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that being true in a lot of cases. I mean, they're controlling the narrative at all times. Right. Yeah. So I think it's just they know they're prey, you know? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not a good thing. I think uh, no. we should all be upfront and honest in a perfect yeah. world. Um, but yeah, I mean, wow, <laughs> we're shocked. That would just thank you for telling us that story. It's just insanely yeah. interesting. Um, no, but <laughs> yeah, we're we're glad you're in a good place now, and we're able to to learn from that. Yeah, it's a uh, very very different being like who I am now from who I was a little overly confident and like overly outgoing. And in high school, I was like the person who didn't talk to anybody and sat in the corner Hmm. and like isolated herself. So I, I like who I am now. I'm happy with who I am. That's all you could ask for. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we appreciate you coming on and making the time and talking to us today. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, my, best friend and co-worker melinda introduced me to this podcast so they're gonna listen to it while i'm sitting next to them at work her and kate it's gonna be interesting nice. amazing shout melinda out to melinda and kate. <laughs> awesome thanks for sparing the word melinda and kate yeah <laughs> all right have a good one you too bye guys bye, bye. our sponsor for today is simply safe simply safe is everything you need in a home security system it's award-winning protection. I mean, you have your home, you have all your stuff in there, so you want to keep it safe, and you could use that. You could use Simply Safe to do that. Okay, anyone can do it. it. Takes 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there's absolutely no trade-offs uh, for your safety. You'll get an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice. And they have like a bunch of things that you can set up. They have this little home pod thing that you set up first, and then there's glass uh, break sensors. There's uh, entry motion. Uh, sensors as well there's cameras doorbell alerts so you can see anyone who's approaching your home Um, and it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts okay Um, and the verge actually called simply safe the best home security system so hop on the train Uh, go to simplysafe.com slash opl today and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial Uh, you've got nothing to lose okay except everything in your house if you don't get simply safe so go to simplysafe.com spelled s-i-m-p-l-i safe.com slash opl okay one more time that is simply safe.com slash opl keep your stuff safe dude i have no idea how that happens like in one story (laughs) if that makes any sense i know i thought my story of like meeting my wife was cool but it's it's not worthy anymore because that was insane but i don't know it's just it's crazy to think that something like that is happening right now do you think you could ever date a cat your catfish i don't know like i can safely say that i don't know because like think of an argument that you get in with a loved one it's it's hard to completely erase the bonding you've done any love that you've built for each other like there's something about when you share so much of yourself with someone I'm not saying that catfishing, talking online, hiding your voice on the phone, being avatars in a game is like <laughs> the best way to go about meeting someone. And like, obviously you're putting a lot of trust in someone that you don't know, someone that's not proving who they are to you. 
So, you know, there's like, you're obviously, it takes, I guess in certain cases it takes two in the sense that if you put yourself in positions of like a catfish or like, you know, if you're going along and talking to someone that you're not quite sure who they are. Um, but even still, it doesn't mean you're not building a relationship with this person and being vulnerable. And like, just, I think when you spend so much time being vulnerable and someone's vulnerable, vulnerable with you, like that's just how bonds and relationships form. So like, I want to just easily say, no, I wouldn't be able to stay with my catfish because I would think them breaking that news of I'm not really who I said I was for four years would be enough for me to be like, all right, you're crazy. I'm gone. But you just don't know I think, what feelings I, are involved. I think I know. I, yeah, I, I don't, but it would take a lot, but. I, my thing is like, I just find that to be a fucking weird thing. And it's like, yeah. I get like, I understand what you're saying from like a friend level. Like if I had been talking to someone online for so many years, but we were never like intimate or anything. And then one day they're like, by the way, I'm actually a dude. I'd be like, okay, weird. Like, why would you lie? Strange. Yeah. But okay. Cause like that doesn't okay, really to be with someone like, romantically, potentially spend your life. Fuck no. The answer is no, because they just lied. Hey, to you lied, dude, you lied. And not only that you lied. Cause like, yeah, we, I get it. People lie. It's not a big, what I just find it to be a very strange thing. I to mean, lie about it like is. you you lie about who you are and like I'm supposed to just be like oh okay you're this new person like no because you're capable of concocting a fucking lie for years so it's like what else and be able to you... justify it live with it like yeah and I understand why some people can't fish like you got you know self esteem issues you're not confident in the way you look you got this you got that whatever the fuck it is and when you you could hide behind a computer you have more confidence it, it's just a better feeling i get all that i get it i get it i get it but at the same time if you start to have feelings for someone you can't you're just not you yes i think it 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 takes a lot of underlying issues to be in that point which she did allude to so okay i'm gonna change my answer no i wouldn't stay with the person i guess what i was saying was i can understand why certain people do i personally wouldn't be able to but like she said if she's talking about um she didn't give us details but if she's talking about a broken home if she's talking about parents where there's alcohol and drugs involved and there's no real guidance for her and you know you're in a different frame of mind you you're in a different environment where that type of manipulation can work on you or where you are so seeking attention to like a level that we can't even understand that it's it's even when someone tears your world apart and says i'm not who i said i was i'm the exact opposite like that you still need that attention someone in your life so much that you can stay with them like that is hard to understand but i do understand that people uh, are in situations where they are able to to stay with people who have lied to them um obviously it's bizarre it's fucking bizarre but it's you know we're we're two for two also on having catfish, catfish conversations dating, yeah. where people are dating so like there's a there's there's definitely more people out there doing it. 
Yeah, I would just feel very strange about the fact that, like, why would you lie about that? Or, like, why wouldn't you tell me before we got, like, super serious about yeah. it, you know? I but, think just looking through it, like, through our lens where, like, we've been able to grow up with, for the most part, like, a sense of normalcy, it's very hard to understand. It is. It's very, it's, it's very foreign to me. But um, I mean, yeah. this story in particular, like, I mean, it, it got past that point. She was into it. They were dating. Everything was fine. It just, you know, that was just like a lot of things there. But I'm glad that, you know, it ended up working out in her favor. Like there wasn't there wasn't a good relationship there. So she got out of it. And now she's like, you know, living her best life. So shout out to her. Yeah. You never know the journey someone has to go through to have that sort of self-discovery and be happy. Yeah. It's, you know, it's very, very different for everyone. And if that was hers, then yeah, I think it's good that, that it's positive. Um, but wow. What, what a thing to go through for so long, like for like such a chunk of her life, high school and college. So basically you're like, yeah, that's your- yeah. It's just, that's one of those things that it, it's just almost hard to imagine. Like, that that's going on out in the world right now and it probably is similar situations all over like are happening right now like that um just wow it's crazy i mean just don't don't catfish yeah we've said this before it's weird don't catfish just be yourself someone's gonna yeah. like you don't worry someone for everyone true um listen <sighs> this is our last episode for this season but this is the time where we want you to send us emails. We want to start planning for next season. So although we're going to have the next six weeks off of no episodes, we will be back with a 10-episode season, just like always. Um, and this is the time to send emails. So if you're thinking about it, you're on the fence, definitely send us an email. Go to OPLshow.com contact. There is a form there. Fill it out. Send us an email. and We will start scheduling them. Um, we kind of rely on the people who listen to this show uh to keep the show alive you know it's not just us we rely on you guys we definitely want you guys to reach out don't worry about being nervous don't worry about whatever uh you know we'll we'll figure it out so definitely don't hesitate to hit us up yeah and and tell a friend because you never know who's gonna have a story shout out again to kate and melinda yeah they they made this episode possible exactly and this was hell of an episode oh yeah so you never know so yeah i mean spreading the word helps a lot uh the more the show grows the longer we can keep doing it because new people are going to be coming into the opl universe learning about us reaching out to us coming on the show as guests and you know thank you for everything this season it was the first season where we launched youtube so if you're watching hello if you're listening check us out youtube.com slash other people's lives um but you know everything's been a success so far uh, we're growing. We've got a bunch of new patrons, patreon.com slash OPL show. We will be putting out bonus episodes even when we're on break. So for that six week break, there will be bonus episodes. So if uh, you want to hear what we're up to and uh, see follow ups with old guests, see us answer questions, talk about some of our deep, dark secrets, um, we're, we're there. We're on Patreon. So join that community. Uh, but yeah, guys, we're going to be back in no time. Yep, and that is all. See you guys next season.